Hello and welcome everybody to episode 12 of the podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering topical news and deep dives into your favorite unknown comic books, movies, games, and more weekly. We appreciate you tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. This is what we are covering tonight. Uh, we are for the third time third time fourth time fourth time going into uh overlord once again fourth fourth time i think yeah i think it's third isn't it no way uh, no it's fourth it's yeah fourth. you're right never mind yeah because we got uh, episode one of it uh floor and area guards yeah fourth time fourth time uh overlord uh we're going over Sebus and the battle maids of nazarik cool uh, but before we do, uh, like, share, subscribe, uh, check out our promo code on Coffee Brand Coffee, uh, KOE Pod, uh, saves you 5%. Um, and we will go ahead and dive in. Alrighty. Uh, first person we are starting with on uh, the Battle Maids of Nazarik, we have Sebas Tien. He is a level 100 NPC. Jesus. He is known as the Iron Butler. <laughs> He's a butler? <laughs> he is a butler. Uh, he is of the Dragonoid race. He stands about 5 foot 10. He looks tall as fuck. Yeah. No. Uh, he, his name is a play on the Japanese trope for butlers being named Sebastian. So his name is Sebas Tien. They separate the name Sebastian into two. There's a trope. Yeah, there's a trope <laughs> of like it, it, you can look at a lot of the anime and a lot of the butlers' names are Sebastian. <laughs> Weird choice. Okay, like they're just all named Sebastian. <laughs> and that's kind of what his appearance looks like too. Is like the traditional, you know, the trope of what a butler, an older butler dude would look like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is the leader of the Pleiades Six. Uh, excuse me. The Pleiades Six Stars, and he defends uh, the ninth floor of Nazarek with them, um, <laughs> uh, giving the members of Einzel Gone basically time to prepare for a final stand in the throne room. Once people, if they make it past uh, the eighth floor and all the other floor guardians, and they actually make it that far, they're basically the last stand. So that way, all the members of Einzel Gone could have went to the throne room to prepare. To basically whip ass in the front <laughs> room at that point. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he looks like an older butler and dresses great, uh, gracefully in uh, a traditional black uniform with white hair, immaculate beard, and a humanoid form. So he looks like basically your traditional butler. It's kind of also like the play on Alfred. So he kind of looks like somebody that would look similar to an Alfred type character. So he's not bald at least. No, he's not bald. And he's got that like sharp, that <laughs> sharp, sharp goatee, sharp goatee, super like immaculate looking. Yeah. <laughs> is he missing an eye? Uh, no, it's always in like shadow though. Huh. Like even in the anime, it's a lot of uh, like that one eye is always covered. Huh. And it goes back and forth. So it just witches eyes. Yeah. It's just like that uh, shadow of dark look or whatever, kind of like you're always <laughs> kind of evilish a little bit is the way that it's kind of depicted. Um like his creator, uh Lord Touch Me, which I talked about in uh the original video. Uh Touch Me was the uh the world champion basically for uh like fighters and stuff like that within uh, Yggdrasil. Mm -hmm. uh, and his name again is pretty funny. Touch me. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> it's kind of odd. Uh, but like his creator, Lord Touch Me, he has a sense of justice. So he's kind of righteous. 
compared to the other people within Nazarek mm-hmm. that are very fucking evil. <laughs> uh, he has a karma rating of 300, positive. So That's he's good. he's actually pretty high up there and uh, being a good person. Uh, he doesn't completely hate humans or see them as inferior. Uh, he believes there are good humans and the strong should protect the weak, kind of like his creator was. Uh, on the flip side, uh, he is disgusted with the ugly nature of some humans, and he will destroy anybody that opposes Nazarek, regardless <laughs> if he likes him or not. Uh, one uh, example of um, him showing that the strong should protect the weak, it, there is part of a story where uh, there's this one girl that's thrown out of like a whorehouse in the anime, mm-hmm. where she's used, her teeth are all broken and everything, Jesus. like she's like in a horrible condition. He takes her home. That's to nice. get her fixed up, basically. Even though it it, it puts him at risk of looking like he's um, going against Nazarek because he's doing something that he wasn't told to do. Oh. But he's very, uh, very protective for a character. Mostly coming out of Nazarek where they're all demons and shit. <laughs> um, he also doesn't seem to get a very uh, get along very well with Demiurge. <laughs> the demon the one that uh, skins humans alive and stuff <laughs> see why <laughs> uh, but he will work with him uh, for the good of Nazarek so like he puts his own pride aside uh, for the good of the, the actual guild yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's theorized that since uh, Sebus was, was created with no flavor text uh, he, he's the like one of the main NPCs that took on the characteristics of their creator uh, when they went to this new world because he was like uh, touch me whenever he created him he didn't put any flavor text at all it's like he's a butler <laughs> like he didn't go into depth he didn't try to create like a personality for him or anything like that so he basically took on theoretically yeah. more of his creator's attributes when they right. went to this new world hmm. Which is kind of different for a lot of them. Um, it touched me. Uh, he had that same kind of a, a sense of justice for basically wanting to help others and stuff like that. And he was a police officer in the real world. Quite the name he chose. Yeah, touch me. <laughs> um, while dispatched to uh, Riesti's kingdom in this new world. Um, for reconnaissance and stuff like that, that that's what Ainz wanted him to go do. Um, he prevented uh, Solution, which is uh, another of the the battle maids, uh, from killing anyone other than those that tried to ambush them throughout the entire espionage part of it. Uh, he would also write down all information, including street gossip, <laughs> to paper. <laughs> he would meticulously write it down before he would send it back to Nazarek for updates and stuff like that. Uh, Sebus is an unarmed combat specialist, and he is in a triangle of power with Albedo and Kokaitis, the two floor guardians. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, Kokaitis is like a glass cannon, and he beats Albedo. Albedo is the tank, and she would beat Sebus. And Sebus is a close combat, so he beats Kokaitis hmm. if they're in that like paper, rock, scissors okay. setup. So, um, like I said, Kokaitis is, like, gigantic, but he's super, super strong, but he's literally a glass cannon. But Sebus can beat him. That glass chin, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, his skills include uh, heel drop kick, 
<laughs> so he basically just <laughs> a fucking drug fucks you up <laughs> and just uh, there's a, a scene even in the anime where he does it where his leg goes up and then the person's like cut in half Jesus uh, intimidation uh, he strikes so much fear just by looking at people they die instantly they conquer his hockey yeah Jesus <laughs> And uh, he also has a palm of the puppeteer. He uses a um, a type of magic called key, which uh, keys used in a lot of damn near everything. Yeah, yeah. So it's not unheard of. But um, it basically uh, it makes the target unconscious and obey the user, so he can make him do kind of whatever he wants. Hence the name palm of the puppeteer. A dirty old man. Uh, his uh, gloves that he wears, his white gloves, also reduce elemental damage, uh, fire, acid. Other things like that. And that is everything for Sebus at the moment. Uh, next we go into the actual Pleiades Battle Maids. He's their leader in this point. <laughs> but the uh, They're a uh, maid squad that was programmed to act like sisters, although not legitimate sisters. Uh, each being created by a different guild member, depending on who the leader is. Sebus or Oriel Omega. Oriel Omega we covered last uh, last week with the uh, the area guardians and stuff like that. Um, their names are either the Pleiades Six Stars, which is, whenever they have uh, Sebus with them, or the Pleiades Seven Sisters whenever Oriel Omega is with them because there's seven of them at that point. Okay. Uh, their age their ages uh, go from the oldest being Alpha to the youngest being Omega. <laughs> so Alpha and Omega. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good it's a good uh, setup with that. Uh, the first of the uh, the Pleiades is Yuri Alpha. She is a level 51. Uh, she is also known as the big sister of the Battle Maids, since she's the oldest of them. She's a Dillahan, um, which is a headless corpse that generally carries their decapitated head. Uh, Yuri, on the other hand, has a collar necklace that basically holds her head on. Oh, I'm like, she's not, her head's fine. <laughs> she's not decapitated. No. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But she's uh, of the dual, so she's basically a corpse. Oh God! You couldn't tell though. I mean, well, he, there goes any. Well, no, I guess rule thirty-four don't give a fuck, do they? Then, well, now it's your, her head can move on its own. There's no way, no necrophilia. It's <laughs> a little bit too far. Uh, she is classified as beautiful, intelligent. She wears glasses, and her hair is tied up into a low cropped bun. Uh, she has a dress with armor plate and spike gauntlets. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it's actually kind of like she's like the tank looking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she has a positive 150 karma rating. Oh, she's all sweet and nice. Well, I mean, technically, Sebus has a 300, so he's even... He's even sweeter and nicer. <laughs> I'll fuck you up. <laughs> um, and is considered kind-hearted, while being uh, one of the two safe sisters. Got that religious iconography, too. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. The cross in the middle. The sad part, she's considered one of the two safe like her and one other that's it's considered it? safe to be around humans Jesus uh, she's also strict and calculating like a teacher would be kind of uh, a, a little bit of a trope there but uh, <laughs> uh, she will gladly take on uh, any task that's given to her uh, she is a melee fighter uh, who excels in close combat like Sebus uh, she is skilled in uh, Chinese martial arts, such as Fa Jin and uh, Qigong. Qigong. Mm-hmm. She also uses uh, 
Kibakusho, a technique that gathers light between the palms as an anti-individual attack. When it touches the enemy, basically it creates a shockwave. Yeah. She also has impact blow. Which uh, she fucking with, knocks you in the face with those big ass gauntlets. Yeah, yeah that's all, you, all she needs is these hands. <laughs> like she all this extra stuff. There's so many different pictures with her. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> She's getting ready to suck your face off. <laughs> She's also got uh, iron skin. Basically, it uh, makes your skin harder. And uh, a technique called strike. You just want to punch them in the face? <laughs> just right in your fucking face. They got all the Paula Creed jab. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the items that she has, uh, she has a fly pendant. So basically allowing her to fly. Not as in like an insect fly pendant. No. But it's like a little pendant that's got wings on it. And uh, that was given to her by Ainz. Uh, she also has a second pair of glasses where she can see through invisibility. Of them. Cool. I just keep those on all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they're valuable so she doesn't want them broke yeah. if she's going to give you these hands she's not going to wear those glasses yeah I always hated like getting into a fist fight because I wear glasses that's the last thing I'm like these are expensive bro <laughs> hit me in the body uh, she was created by the guild member Yamaiko which is one of three female uh, one of the three female guild members of Eindelgon while it was still an actual guild at the time huh <laughs> What's your thoughts on her so far? Just looking at the <laughs> well, she's a, she's a hottie, but with the whole headless thing, I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> you see the collar choker necklace, yeah, like she takes it off and fucking head hot tips over, <laughs> kind of a no go. Uh, next one we have Lupus Regina Beta. Look at this goddamn scent magnet. She is a level 59, not She is known as the sadist with a smile. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember. See, that's going to be the whole point of everything to do with Nazarek. They They're all look evil, yeah. super nice, but most of them really aren't. Uh, she is a werewolf build. She stands about five foot seven. She is darker skinned with athletic build, red hair tied into long braids. Uh, she has an outgoing personality. She's social, friendly with humans, and stuff like that. Uh, basically, that's all a mask. Uh, to conceal her brutal and cunning personality. Like any other fucking serial killer. <laughs> walk the face of the earth. Uh, she also loves to make lewd jokes in front of like innocent people to see the look on their face. <laughs> see, a dignified pervert right there. Just like me. <laughs> you might get along with her. Maybe. Well, maybe not the sadistic side. Uh, she also uses a complete invisibility skill to appear behind and scare the hell out of people. Well, she the, comes out of nowhere. There's the glasses for you. <laughs> I think, uh, well, uh, when you think about it, if uh, Yuri Alpha is the leader, basically like the co-leader uh-huh. of the Pleiades 6, that's probably why she has them is to see yeah, her. Make sure she's not sneaking up like, on her. Fuck are you? <laughs> uh, she has a karma rating of negative 200. That's pretty high. And can downright be downright be cruel, so she's not very. She doesn't look that. That's the weirdest part. Uh, hence the name, Sadist with a smile. 
Because <laughs> the other sadist is... uh you like wearing a nun outfit? What is this? It's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, kind of. A maid nun with crossover. Them, with them thighs. <laughs> Always got to have them thighs. Split up the side. Mm-hmm. If you notice, she's going to be one of the few that actually looks like that. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> like it. Well, think about it. Yuri Alpha does not have that in her dress. It doesn't go up no. her leg the same way. <laughs> more modest. And think about it. The only other sadist is uh, Shout Your Blood Fallen, the vampire girl. <laughs> Uh, she was created by the guild member the Beast King Mekongawa. Hence, uh, probably why she's a werewolf oh, species. Some animal, yeah. yeah. Uh, she is a battle cleric that has a balanced overall build. She can transform into a werewolf due to her racial class of lycanthropy. Uh, uh, and she is also weak to silver and similar metals. Similar metals? Similar to silver. Silver. Uh, maybe platinum. Oh, something oh, like that. Yeah. Could be. Uh, she can use spells such as All Greater Heal, which uh, heals several of her allies. Uh, Animal Instinct, which is uh, sensing a target's thoughts. Not necessarily reading their thoughts, but sensing their emotional behind, you know, like emotional thoughts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like their, uh, do they have a kill instinct or something like that. Their intent. Basically, yeah. Uh, she has complete invisibility, obviously, which we've already talked about. Uh, heal, which is a sixth tier spell. Uh, she can use fly, which is probably why Yuri Alpha needed the pendant, so that way she can catch her action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, regeneration, which can be cast on a uh, a single individual at a time. She also carries the crosier, which is her main scepter weapon on her back. Kind of like a religious looking weapon oh. just smack the shit out of you <laughs> i mean if she's a battle cleric she's gonna smack you over the head with the power of god i guess <laughs> it's just not gonna be a uh, good god basically uh that is everything for lupus regina now we go into narborel gamma uh she is also known as the egg-shaped battle maid well uh Kind of, I guess. Uh, she has a doppelganger, uh, same as Pandora's actor, oh. the one that had the holes in the head. <laughs> She's the same species as him. Okay. That's not what she looks like normally. She usually would, like, if she wasn't using her doppelganger ability, she would look like him. Wow. Oh. With the holes in the head. Jesus. Probably hence the name Egg Shaped Battle Maid. <laughs> Uh, she's described as elegant with snow white skin and a ponytail Uh, as a battle maid she wears the maid outfit decorated in gold and silver but as an adventurer with Momon the Knight uh, which is the alter ego of Eindelgon and where he goes out into the the kingdom as a knight uh, she wears a plain brown cloak and does not wear the maid uniform at all. That's a big uh, ass feet. <laughs> She's gonna shove them up your ass. Probably the point is like <laughs> can't be as bad as some of those cowboy boots though. <laughs> you keep saying, "What's that song?" My boots are making a fall walking. <laughs> and these will walk all over you, literally. They'll walk all over you. <laughs> Okay, spit in your mouth. You probably try to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> like a pervert. <laughs> uh, uh, taking on the fully human form as an adventurer, she owes that to her doppelganger ability. 
Uh, she views humans as low-class creatures similar to insects and worms. So do I. So here we have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, though she was created by guild member... Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. <laughs> Nishi Kinrei, the guild of uh, the, the uh, ninja of the guild Einzelgone. So he was their ninja scouting super fast oh. character. Um, she is the highest leveled member of the Pleiades and uses spells such as Dragon Lightning, which is a fifth tier spell, Chain Dragon Lightning, which hits multiple people with the Dragon did. Lightning, seventh tier, and she can use Fly, Invisibility, Teleportation, and Electrosphere. Jesus Christ, everyone can fucking fly and turn invisible, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, apparently, uh, a lot of her, um, a lot of her spells that she uses are electricity-based. Or lightning, basically. So, uh, in the other picture that is in there, it also shows her using that ability. Oh, damn. <laughs> and she will fuck you up with that. She also fought a um, an undead dragon. <laughs> Two of them at once. What's worse than a dragon or an undead dragon? And she beat both of them with one spell. And the person uh, that cast it, oh, magic doesn't hurt it. Physical damage can't hurt them. Hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that may be true up to level uh, five or six. <laughs> I use seventh tier, bitch. <laughs> Just destroyed them. Alrighty, on to the next battle maid. We have Solution Epsilon. Jesus Christ, they're all fucking just banging, apparently. <laughs> she is a level 57. She is known as... Prison- Man, these, these boots are made for walking right here. <laughs> <laughs> Only instead of uh, the, the thigh-high socks, she's got thigh-high boots. High thigh-high boots. <laughs> With a super mini skirt. She is known as the Prison of Disillusion. Good Jesus. And she is a slime class race. Slime? Yes. Yep. She is blonde with spiral curls and blue eyes with clothing emphasizing her sex appeal. No kidding. She is a slime that can change her appearance at will. Gross. She thinks humans as food and toys. (laughs) I keep forgetting they're not humans. Yeah, yeah, they're not. <laughs> Think about it. If she's a slime, she's just taking on the appearance of a human. Right. She swallows them whole and alive, taking joy in those that struggle. She literally booby traps them. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she booby traps lustful victims by showing her chest, and when they go to go grab her boobs. <laughs> She starts to absorb them. Jesus. <laughs> While wow, they scream and struggle. Uh, she is said to be empty inside. And not just uh, emotionally. But <laughs> like physically. Uh, and can protect or dissolve anything absorbed into her actual physical form. She has a pure physical attack immunity. Because obviously as a slime you can't really stab her. Right. Blunt. You're pretty much immune to blunt trauma. Yeah. Uh, she specializes in assassin skills, detecting traps, pursuit, scouting, and the superior use of poison in combat. 
she was created by Hero Hero, the ancient black slime, uh, which was also the character that's in the first episode of uh, Overlord. Uh, Hero Hero was the one that showed up in the first episode talking to Ainz that actually came to the call for like the last meeting of the guild, basically, uh-huh. before the server shut down. And uh, he's the slime that's in that that first episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, her karma rating is uh, not great either. She's pretty evil. <laughs> uh, next one we've got. We have CZ218. <laughs> excuse me. CZ2128 Delta. It's also like a child. She is a level 46. She is known as the Seek and Charge Maid. And she is an automaton class. Except for her head. Yep. She's still basically like a robot, though. So a cyborg. Her appearance is a short girl of five foot nine inches. Short? Mm-hmm. Five foot nine? Or, excuse me, four foot nine. Oh. I misspoke. I'm sorry. I, like, like, I must be a fucking little person that could have got that. <laughs> The sheer look of like <laughs> five foot nine. That one dude's five ten. God dang. <laughs> Little people. <laughs> uh, she's got straight red gold hair. She has an eye patch on her right eye, and her left eye is a target mark. Huh. Uh, she wears a military camouflage pattern clothes and shows no emotion or tone in her voice when she, she speaks. It looks like she wouldn't. Uh, she, along with Alpha, the first one, uh, are the safe Pleiades oh, to humans. Okay. So, uh, she doesn't really, like, just purely hate humanity the way the other ones. Like, Rupus Lagina, the sadist. Well, she's happy to kill you. <laughs> like, she's got no issue with it. Uh, Delta is not the same. She will not just actively go kill you. Uh, she hates cannibalism, uh, but likes cute things like eclair, eclair, eclair. The that was oddly one. specific to not like <laughs> cannibalism. I'm, I'm assuming that she probably is thinking of uh, Kyohuko, the roach. Maybe, yeah. The one that cannibalizes his own people. Oh, his own people, yeah. So <laughs> that would kind of make some sense to it. And uh, she likes eclair, 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 the penguin. <laughs> that wants to take over Nazarek, but is too incompetent to do right. that. <laughs> uh, she will hug them until she is told to let go of them. Oh, so to death. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she also likes to stick um, one yen stickers on anything that she likes. Oh. Kind of like a little kid. So I thought she had no personality. That's pretty personal. Uh, apparently, she just doesn't show it. Oh, she's a witcher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is also popular with the cumunculus maids within Nazarek. Uh Basically, those are the only maids that actually do something in Nazarek or the humunculus maids. So they're still not human. Wow. She specializes in long-range combat using various firearms. Uh, she is skilled in gunner and sniper classes, and she is able to track targets in low visibility, such as fog. Uh, close range puts her at a disadvantage, but not out of options. Uh, she possesses a magic gun, kind of looks sci-fi a little bit. Uh, a camo scarf, allowing sp- uh, her specialized stealth ambush spells. And a perfume bottle that she uses to hide her scent in the wild. So she's like the true sniper. Like the soldier, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like the little, uh, the one like uh, military style. Remind me, remind me of the sniper in Metal Gear Solid 3, this old guy. Yeah. Uh, if you set the timer mm-hmm. far enough, 
he'll just die in the wild. Really? You'll find his dead body, yeah. Because he's really old and you're fighting him in a sniper fight. But if you don't want to fight him, you can just skip time ahead on your cl- on the PS2 clock. And you just find him dead. Like, huh, well, this was easy. Uh, she was created by the guild member Garnet. Uh, he's basically um, the guild member that was responsible for all the traps and gimmicks within Nazarek. He's the one that set them all up. Her karma rating is plus 100. Yeah. So she's not, she's not evil. She's not evil. Nope. Uh, which is not what we can say about the next one. Oh boy, Intima Vasilisa. This one does look like a child. She is known as the insect loving maid, and she is of the arachnoid race. Oh, I thought she was a cockroach too. No, she's a spider. Oh god. She normally has the appearance of a young girl wearing traditional Japanese attire, with bright red eyes that never move nor blink. Oh god. And no bare skin but her face. I just realized her hair is not hair, is it? No. It's not. <laughs> just a look of like, oh god. Realization, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nothing could be as bad as uh, Neronis, but... <laughs> uh, her true form is a spider-human hybrid. Her face is really an insect. <laughs> Uh, along with her voice that is produced by a leech-like creature that steals voices from its victims. Her real voice being more similar to Kokaitis, which is more uh, like gravelly insectoid uh, style. Yeah. Her hair is rolled up uh, centipedes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to let that one go. Uh, but uh, not liking her own voice, if so, for some reason she loses the uh, <laughs> the lip bug, basically, uh-huh. on her, she just won't speak because she doesn't like the sound of her own voice. Oh, so she can talk? Well, she can talk. She just doesn't. She'll use that uh, that leech right. lip bug to speak for it's her. Surrogate. Yeah. Uh, she likes to eat humans. Okay. And one of the <laughs> like this. seems like they all want to eat people. Uh, but she will not actively go out of her way if she's not hungry. Uh, she weaves webs to catch prey on the third and th- uh, sixth floors of Nazarek. Basically, it's um, it's fun for her to set up uh, traps to catch people. Like, this is actually her joy. She loves to hunt. Yeah. Well, being a spider. <laughs> um, she does not like her appearance or clothes to be, re- uh, to be disrespected or insulted. Finding it unbearable and sending her into a rage because of her loyalty to her creators. Hmm. Basically, um, if you make fun of her appearance or her clothes, uh, a good example is there's a character uh, in the story uh, named um, Evil Eye. Evil Eye is a vampire, like a vampire type character that's not part of Nazarek. But uh, in this fight, <laughs> she starts saying, who would ever want somebody like you? Who would ever want to, uh, who would ever create something so ugly and hideous? Which kind of pissed her off because Entoma is um, so loyal to her creators that it's like you would, you would basically, you would um, dare insult the creation of like a supreme being. You dare speak about God like that? Pretty much, yeah. It's the same type of thing. So whenever you criticize the way she's dressed and the way she looks, you're basically criticizing her creator. Right. And she she doesn't like that very well. Um, 
She was created by the guild member uh, Jinjiro, um, being described as liking things neat and organized. So, again, that's even a, a bigger insult to her if you criticize her clothes for looking drab and stuff oh. like that. Her creator was basically purely, like, neat, and he wanted everything to be perfect. So the neat freak. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, she has spirit-based magic that relies on insects and talismans in battle. Uh, she is not entirely a combat maid, but provides as a support role to assist her fellow maids. Uh, <laughs> she can attack both uh, close quarters and long range by summoning insects to attacks such as the bullet bug, which is basically a bio gatling gun, uh, <laughs> blade bug, a short shaped bug that uh, she can attach to her body. A hard armor bug, which is basically a uh, bug that will attach to her that she can use as a shield. Gee, Iron Man? Jesus Christ. Uh, and Thousand Lash bug, which is basically a centipede bug that she can use that is uh, like a serrated whip, <laughs> basically. Uh, her talismans include the lightning bird, explosive, sharp, cutting, spider, and piercing wind talisman. Uh, she has a karma rating of negative 100. <laughs> And then uh, the last of the sisters is Oriel Omega, but we covered her during the Area Guardians yeah. episode. Basically, she's OP as fuck too, so. <laughs> and she's a level one hundred. So, but uh, it, it, as you also notice, a lot of these battle maids they're not level one hundred. Yeah, they're so, like the belly cap like fifty sometimes. Yeah, pretty much they're all hovering around the fifty uh, level. But then again, they weren't designed to be like the the biggest threat to any intruders to the the tomb of Nazarek. They're basically the last line of fence, the last line of defense to allow the guild members just a little bit of time to set their shit up hmm. to actually for their last hurrah, basically. Right. And that's assuming anybody ever made it to that point. It doesn't seem like they ever will. No, I think the the farthest anybody ever made it was to like uh, four steps in a level one <laughs> it would shout here yeah uh, I think the farthest anybody's ever made it was uh, the eighth floor and uh, a victim is the one that helped to destroy those 1500 players but that is everything for Overlord this week. All right. Um, the the last thing that we might cover, uh, we might go over a few of the items involved in uh, Yggdrasil or the Yggdrasil items. Mm -hmm. uh, we might go over uh, a couple of the other characters from the the, the Riestes Kingdom or this new world. Basically. Okay. But um, if not, that is everything for today. Cool. What do we have in Urban Dictionary? We got we got a classic and oh uh, a couple of other stuff. <laughs> so this was uploaded by Star Metal on August 4th, 2019. Daniel. Little bitch boy. <laughs> like they just, they That's just a pure call. Out. Like, yeah, they just they pick the I swear Urban Dictionary is out but of this world. At that point, put the last name. I want to know what Daniel. Oh, yeah. Like, what poor Daniel just... Uh, give city, name, and last name. I want to know exactly. <laughs> Who is this bitch boy? That's all right. Next one is uploaded by Brittany B on September 25th, 2016. This one's kind of cool. It's called Night Window Phobia. It's a fear of looking out at windows when it's dark outside. That's huh. pretty trippy, actually. I can see that, though. You never know what's just shifting in the background. <laughs> it is like you're just looking at it like just a vast darkness is pretty scary. Like into the abyss. Like, especially like uh, I've seen videos where the people on um, boats in big old ships, right? Yeah. They'll turn the lights off 
on the on the deck, and you just, just there's just nothing out there but darkness. Mm-hmm. Shit is haunting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I don't know. So uploaded. This last one's uploaded by a muck a muck one on May first, two thousand four. It's the famous badonkadonk. <laughs> hey, he wrote down nice, plump, juicy ass. You can put uppercase on ass. <laughs> so maybe this is the guy that invented badonkadonk. Badonkadonk. Or at least he, 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 I guess he claimed it. He, he tried to spread the word. Well, 2004, so when did badonkadonk come into the When did badonkadonk come into the lexicon of human speech? Hmm. And it could have been this guy. Or he just wrote it down. He was so he technically he, he wanted that to be written down in the history books. Well, yeah, like whoever whoever created the word, it's pretty much the creator. Yeah, and there's a lot of words that we don't have no history of. Sure. They're just forever in our language. <laughs> so this guy, so uh, Muck One, you made you invented badonkadonk, or at least you are the first step in the dictionary definition of badonkadonk. And when you actually do your research, you'll find it. It's like you look up badonkadonk in the Urban Dictionary. You just look up badonkadonk in Google Images. You'll find all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Back in 2004. When I was a young lad. <laughs> so that's it for the today. A classic. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you guys have any comments, concerns, uh, you can always email us at Knights of Entertainment Podcast at gmail.com and uh, check out our uh, 5% off discount, KOE Pod at Coffee Brand Coffee. Check it out. The uh, coffee is actually pretty good. My favorite would probably be um, the Blueberry Cobbler. Not bad. Cool. Just a little bit of creamer in there. Turns good, out pretty good. Good morning but, uh, meal. But other than that, we will see you guys next week. Yes.